Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. So what's your fuck it Friday? Oh, that's how we're starting? That's how we're starting. Um, I'm not sure what my fuck it Friday is going to be. What's your what's your fuck it Friday? I am taking myself on a solo date to mm. a concert to see a musician that I really enjoy. Oh, I didn't know this. Yep. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. That's a great, um, that's a great fuck it Friday. Yep. And also, um, <laughs> kind of, it's going to bleed into the topic we're talking about, which is self-love and self-care and self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go on a really long motorcycle ride by myself, uh, listening to music and, uh. Um, and just try to be present and enjoy that. That's awesome. You've been yeah. wanting to do that for a couple days now. Yeah, and I haven't. So um, cool. here we go. Awesome. So that's my fuck it today. Guys, what's up? We're going to talk today about uh, the difference between self-love and self-worth. Worth. And how to coach someone through it. Because yes. we are coaches. Um, I'm Noelle. John, we run Journey. John is also the angry therapist. Journey is J-R-N-I dot co. J-R-N-I dot co. If you guys want to hang out with us, if you want to become one of our life coaches, if you want to join us at our retreats in Asheville, North Carolina, or Los Angeles, California, you can find us on J-R-N-I dot co. Also, if you just want to be around like-minded people who yeah, are trying to live seriously. better uh, and, and live Listen, guys, use uh, internet technology to create spaces from your home so you could um, be sharpened, be reminded, be supported by other people. Yep. Um, there's, We have no excuse not to be surrounded by people that, that uh, are going to help us on a journey anymore. And ours is the best crew in the world. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, you know. 100%. They're the best people. Yeah. All right. So what's the difference between self-love and self-worth? Yeah. So, and how to coach, how to coach people on this. Um. So we were talking about this on Instagram a couple minutes ago, and self-worth to me is a stance. It's an embodiment Mm -hmm. of everything that you know about yourself from a skill set perspective. And it doesn't have to be anything super magical, you know? Um, For example, I'm a great friend. Mm -hmm. I'm a good cook. Mm -hmm. I'm also a really fucking badass CEO. Mm. Agreed. Self-worth, right there, ladies and gentlemen. And then self-love is kind of a deeper cut. And admittedly, that's harder for me. That's the relationship with yourself. That's Mm. dating yourself. That's, that's, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror, you can say the words, I love you. Mm. Um, I don't think I've really fully gotten there yet. I think I'm really solid in self-worth, but I think that self-love is a journey I still need to go on. I I also want to say that uh, this idea of loving yourself it doesn't come with the finish line, meaning that it's an no. ongoing, and, and, and this is why I don't like that term because it could be a bumper sticker. Mm. Um, we love ourselves like we love other people, meaning there are good days, there are bad days. There are going to be days that you don't love yourself and that's okay. It's cumulative and it's a process, you know? And so I, so, so my definition of self-love and, and self-worth is I think self-love is the action that it takes for you to um, build self-worth. And I think that action is an everyday thing. I don't think it's, you know, you take a weekend seminar or you watch a few videos. 
um, it's the act of loving yourself every day um, that that will start to build your worth. Yeah, and and I think I like putting the self love concept in terms of the relationship because you know even you know any relationship whether it's colleagues or family or romantic or mm. friends you need to tend to the relationship with that other human and yeah. I think we so often neglect ourselves as part of that equation. One hundred percent. I think yeah. the relationship we have with ourselves uh, is the most difficult. It is. The, it it is. is the most difficult. It's easy to love someone. Yes. It's easy to give yourself. Um, it's really hard to um, give yourself what you feel that you deserve because many people, because of our stories and you know uh, the imprints that we've had as, as children and the way that we were raised, don't believe that we have value or don't believe that we deserve a motorcycle ride or mm. a concert, you know? Mm. Yeah. So it's a practice. It's a practice. So let's talk about self-worth, which is different. Yeah. Self-worth is more of an external embodiment of, of yourself. And how do you coach someone through that process? For me, uh, when I'm working with clients on self-worth, I use a process um, about, it's called mastery experiences mm -hmm. building towards self-efficacy. So mm -hmm. let me break down what those two things are. Mastery experiences are where you teach yourself that you're capable of something. So mm -hmm. just like I mentioned, I'm a good friend, I'm a good cook. I have taught myself over the years that I am both of those things mm -hmm. by engaging in behaviors, building those skill sets, so on and so forth. Self-efficacy is the outcome of having mastery experiences. That's where you know that if there's something you don't know, because you've learned how to do other things, you know that you can figure out how to do the thing that's in front of you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How about you? How would you coach someone um, for self-worth? I kind of bring it back to this whole idea of life, space, and container. And I think that we all have a, a self-esteem balloon. And mm. for most of us, depending on the relationships that we uh, are in, um, they're, they're punctured. There's holes and they're leaking. So, for example, if you're in a toxic relationship where someone is assassinating your character or not, you're not, you don't feel heard or supported, mm. um, it's really hard to, to build self-worth uh, or self-esteem. Um, so, for me, coaching someone is first figuring out um, what is puncturing their self-esteem balloon. You know, yeah. some lopsided friendships. But it, it can even be, uh, be being treated shitty at work. It could be... Um, uh, doing things you're not passionate about, you know, whatever it is, and then helping them patch those slowly um, and creating a, a, a space where uh, self-esteem starts to grow naturally. Um, and, you know, of course, that takes time. That's interesting. And I really like that you gave um, kind of a secondary path to coaching someone to self-worth through relationships because we're all surrounded by relationships. It's, it's inevitable that mm -hmm. we're going to have people in our lives who contribute to the way we feel about themselves. Um, so a really important point as an individual or as a coach is to start noticing how you feel, you know, yeah. especially if you're entering into a new relationship. And if you've been kind of skirting along and you feel pretty good day in and day out, you look in the mirror and you're like, hey, sexy, what's up? And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're in this relationship and you're starting to feel like your self-esteem is chipped away at or your body image or your intellect or your goals are starting to morph to support somebody else mm -hmm. instead of your own. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a pretty good indication that the person on the other side might be taking more than giving. Sure, and they might not even be aware of it. Yeah. Right, and this mm -hmm. is where that word tools comes in. A lot of people, um, their intentions aren't bad, but they, they, they're they just don't have that self-awareness. I have a question for you. So a lot of times we, you know, I'm a woman, obviously. And so I think about this a lot from the perspective of I coach women on mm -hmm. dating and relationships. Mm -hmm. And 
men seem to be really good at insidiously, um, and insidiously means kind of um, quietly, Mm -hmm. cutting down um, a woman's self-worth through body image or Mm -hmm. intellect, that it's intimidating to have a woman who's like really a baller or uh, who feels great about her gorgeously imperfect body. Yes. do you think that that happens to men too? Do you think that women project that or do you think that it's a, it's a gendered thing? Oh, that's really interesting. What a great question. Um, I know part of this whole body image and stuff of, uh, for women also for men is, um, is advertising. It's, Mm, um, you know, us growing up with images. Um, I know me, so, um, I just did an interview for a magazine and, um, I was telling her when I was about 10, I had two posters on my wall. One was Bruce Lee and the other was Heather Thomas. And she was in a uh, jacuzzi in a bikini. Heather Thomas is uh, this actress from the 80s. You're and, so dating yourself right now. Yeah, yeah, right she was now. in, um, I don't know. Anyway, so she's like a TV star. So, but but that, it, it, it put imprints in my, um, my little brain of what uh, beauty looks like. Mm. And it wasn't realistic, you know. Um, that wasn't like a normal person. It was a, an actress who, and who knows what her story is, but uh, um, that body image that I put in my brain as a boy wasn't a real one. Yeah. And then so you start measuring yourself, whether it's consciously or subconsciously based on that, and that's not how the world is. And so there's a disconnect, distort, distortion, and then you start um, putting pressure on who you're with to look a certain way or be a certain way, and that is not realistic. No, it's not realistic, and I think that it's so important, um, you know, to to consistently remind ourselves of that when you're when you're fighting for self worth, mm. when you're fighting for self love, to be like, no, you know, the projections that we see in the media, advertisements, you know, movies, that's yeah. all yeah. photoshopped. I saw. This really great post from, um, and uh, she was an, a model uh, on Instagram, and she said, "You know, I just saw an airbrushed picture of myself, and I wondered why can't I look that like that?" And realized it was mm. me. Right. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. It's like throwing a boomerang. Come totally. Right <laughs> totally. Yeah. I wish I looked like that. Oh shit, I do. I do on <laughs> on the phone on my phone. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the other the other uh, big piece of this I want to mention when it comes to self worth. Um, is the connection between your, or maybe self-love, the connection between your body and your um, your mind and body, since we're mm, talking about body. Yeah. Um, most people, and, and I'm including myself, are very heady. We're very logical. Uh, I, I live um, from my chest, not from my belly. So I forget to breathe. Mm, and oh, so that's interesting. Connecting to, and this is probably why I don't sleep, connecting to my body, being reminded of that, um, and getting comfortable with your body as a whole person, I think has to do with uh, self-love, self-care, self-esteem, all of that stuff. Yeah. Know? And, 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 you know, it's interesting, your, your consciousness and your body are two separate things. They're yeah. both crapshoots. You know, your consciousness lives in your body and you just happen to be given the body you have and you happen to have the consciousness that you have. And so you, you do have to work to integrate and connect the two yeah. very much so. Let's answer a few questions. Sure. So someone says, do you think self-love makes us feel guilty? Um, as a mom, I always found it hard to say I was important. I need to love myself. And I think many can relate to that. Yeah. Absolutely. We hear that question so much, and especially from the moms, right? Mm -hmm. You know, God bless you, moms. You're in charge of these other little lives, and thank you for for being a good mom. Um, Yeah, I I think that 
you have to put your own oxygen mask on first, mm. no matter what your responsibilities are. Sure. And I think especially as women, we are so trained to give and give and give and often to martyr ourselves because mm -hmm. there's a large piece of our socialization that says that's where your worth comes from. It's in martyring yourself. So, you know, I, I know I experienced something um, this week where it was Monday and I had stuff that I really, 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 really needed to get done for work mm -hmm. um, in my mind. And I really wanted to go work out. And the working out would have been really important for me to do for myself, for my body, for my stress levels, for my mental clarity. And instead, I stayed and worked. And mm -hmm. I felt really crappy. Right. And I think it set me up for a week where I just felt tired and drained. Mm -hmm. um, so understanding that giving to yourself actually makes you better is, is something that especially women sure. need to start flipping the script. So um, working on yourself, giving yourself um, um, self-love, self-care is going yeah. to make you a better mother, better entrepreneur, um, better better friend, better lover. And I think a lot of people don't see it that way. They think they're being selfish because they're spending time on themselves. Mm -hmm. um, but they're actually being selfless because they're making themselves healthier, better for other people in their lives. A hundred percent. And and especially, you know, as a mom, you want to model for your kids what mm. it's like to take care of yourself. And you want your kids to right. know that yeah. it's really important to put right. yourself first so that you can be a good partner, so that you can, you know, be a good everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, setting yourself uh, up for an example, especially with kids, um, showing them what self-love, self-care looks like is more powerful uh, than just telling them, yeah. right? So actually living it. Um, but that's very helpful, I think, for parents. Absolutely. So let's do a quick recap yes. of what we talked about. We were talking about the difference between self-worth and self-love, mm -hmm. where I think we established self-worth is this stance of knowing all of the things that you're really good at because you've earned it. You've earned that knowledge that mm -hmm. you're really good at certain things. And then self-love is the deeper cut of the relationship with yourself. And then how do you coach people towards it? John takes a relationship focus of looking at the balloon and all the little pin marks in the balloon yes, and saying, you know, where... I take a life, a life uh, container, a life space approach. Mm -hmm. Noelle. And I take a self mastery um, and self efficacy approach where you gain the little wins for yourself. And then you prove to yourself that you can figure out how to do new hard things. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot easier said than done. Yes, always. Uh, but no guys that, uh, self-love, self-care, all of this is a process. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, this one-time thing. I, it's a practice. Um, it's something that both Noel and I struggle with, but if it's something that you're con you're aware of and that you're leaning toward and you're working on, um, that's everything. Yep. And it's also a really good reason to get a coach. And to come to one of our retreats. Yes, jrni.co. Yep. Um, we will see you inside. Be well. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast brought to you by Journey. If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, visit journey.co. That's jrni.co. And request more information about the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. Or just keep in touch. 